Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Goes Without Saying. Thankfully, we are back for another episode of Goes Without Saying with Seffi and Wing. I'm Wing. This is Seffi. Hello. Oh, that was nice. Quite tuneful. Melodic. This episode is all about ego, aesthetic, and personal branding. So get your little iced coffee out, get your little sunset lamp, get your beautiful little dress that you saw on TikTok. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a stunning episode. We talk about all of our learned narratives, the things that we tell ourselves that we can and can't do, and if there's a way out of them. We talk about style. We talk about how we can accurately represent ourselves in a world that is obsessed with trends. This is sounding good, by the way. I'm thinking I would listen to this. I mean, that's my intention. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to sell it to people. I don't intend to scare you off, I must say. (laughs) Well, here you go. Just listen to it. See what you think. This is our second go round. (laughs) (laughs) Just recorded something and we thought that sounds like they've never recorded a podcast before and we're starting again. (laughs) Yeah, my exact words were, it kind of sounds like our third episode, like... And I said, that is the worst thing. Imagine it's literally kind of... Your life's work. (laughs) We've been doing this for years now. Day in, day out. Are you new to this? This sounds like probably... Is that your first go? (laughs) This is your third episode. The rudest thing. So we just thought, get rid of it. We're talking about flushed away. Yeah, I just didn't love it from me. I'm a bit chaotic and... We need to get back to balance, I think. So for context, I've moved and I also lost my voice. So I'm just coming with a whole new vibe. Don't know who I am. Mm. Quite on topic, I guess. Wing has moved to a stunning apartment in Brighton. Mm -hmm. She's got the most stunning rug I've ever seen and the most stunning sofa I've ever seen. Thank you. You might have seen them on Instagram. I hope they have. Doesn't matter if not. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's stunning too. Thank you. I love the rug for you. I love the sofa. What about you? You've been on a boat? Fill us in. I've been on a boat. We've just had this convo. I've been living on a boat for two days. And Wing <laughs> said, was it a summer fling? And I said, no, I was with my dad and my brother and my granny and her husband. <laughs> just so, no. because you were saying, you know, I was just, yeah, on a boat, like couple nights. And I said, if I'm listening to a podcast and they say they've been on a boat in the middle of August <laughs> for a couple of nights, I'm thinking summer fling. Yeah, it's a romp. <laughs> Some salty sea dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some sexy sailor. 
exactly no. yet. No, couldn't be further. But it's Ahoy, Ahoy Granny. Well, my granny came to visit for one day and the people staying were me, my dad and my brother and we did have a whale of a time. But I'm back in my life now, back in London. How are you feeling to be back in London? It's. I do think it's weird because it. I was very much identified with, I think I'm buying a boat. I'm a boat girl. I'm yeah. buying a boat. I don't give a fuck. I'm sailing the seven seas. I'm the lonely island. I'm on a boat. Get the sea shanties out. I'm still, I'm going to buy a fucking boat. Yeah. And now I'm back in London. I'm like, mm, what a weird two days that was where I thought I was going to buy a boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's still up for grabs. Well, I also don't really want to live on a boat, but I just very much enjoyed that way of life of just Mm -hmm. doing some yoga on the deck of a boat in the sun it couldn't be better and then going literally 10 meters and you're on the beach and then swimming in the sea couldn't be better so beautiful the exact life i wish for you this exact life i wish for me but the universe apparently has other plans (laughs) (laughs) just ride it out it's fine (laughs) back to london you go back on the tube back in the stinking tube stunning in its own way so stands yeah can you talk to us about what this episode is gonna be about well i was hoping you would have done that in the intro because i believe oh i thought it was your turn we we record the intro at the end but no i think it's your turn doing the intro it's me i think so we alternate don't know if you've noticed that oh fucking hell keen listeners will notice that we hate (laughs) the intros what we're talking about personal aesthetics branding and kind of identity with some expression of yourself like in an external way am i correct oh absolutely you could say anything it would be right it's whatever you wish for we asked on the story and this question kind of was i don't know how this really came to me i guess just in a breakdown probably Mm. a lot of people say to us like oh my god you're so self-aware and blah 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 and i think we think we're really self-aware seffy and wing self-aware right uh yeah i did until you asked me this question yeah which you then posed on the story and i thought oof People are getting triggered tonight. Well, I've been thinking this for weeks. It's been a while now, yeah? Like, we've been talking about this for a while, right? Yeah. So it just kind of hit me. I've always thought, yeah, I'm self-aware, I'm self-aware, I'm self-aware. And then I would often even, I would push it a little bit and say, I'm probably too self-aware for my own good. Mm. But I never pushed through that little glass ceiling and got to what I think is the first crux of the episode Mm. um, and the crux of the point. And the question is... And the question is... (laughs) such a gross sentence and the question is it's like are we on weakest link (laughs) we're on a game show the real question is are you self-aware or are you just (sighs) self-conscious boom end of episode let's all take a second turn the microphone off are you really self-aware are you self-aware or are you just self-conscious because i'll hold my hands up i'll be the first to say (laughs) oh actually self-awareness does not claim me (laughs) i am self-conscious well i know for sure i'm self-conscious so can one exist without the other i don't know are they code um are they mutually exclusive i think i if i am codependent sorry that slipped out (laughs) (laughs) some would tell me i am (laughs) Hasn't been the first to say that. That was my spirit guide coming through. <laughs> if I am a weather's piece of shit who fucking hates her life and hates herself, if I can barely make it out of the house on most days, oh, that slipped out. Oh, sorry. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> who said that? That's really worrying. If I'm codependent. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> 
on who I may ask. Oh, Spirit guides, please tell me. My face is on fire. If Oof. I am self-conscious, <laughs> then can I be self-aware? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so because for well, for me as a third party to observe you, mm-hmm. I think if you were actually self-aware, then you wouldn't be self-conscious because there's nothing to be self-conscious about here looking at you. Do you know what I mean? It's all good. But boy, oh boy, I'll tell you I'm self-conscious. So Well, there we go. Yeah. So you can't be, like, it depends what we mean by self-aware. If by self-aware you mean like, oh, I'm reasonably well-read on the internet and I keep up with discourse and I like know, I can admit when I'm being an asshole and I apologise and blah, blah, blah then maybe. But to be self-aware in the sense of aware of... What version of you are you aware of? Do you know what I mean? The version of you that other people see. Is that the one that we're considering accurate? Can you be aware of your self-consciousness? I'm aware of mine. Are you aware of yours? So, but does that make you self-aware? To be self-aware of your own self-consciousness. Oh, Jesus. That, well, yeah, it's a bit A-level, isn't it? <laughs> well, can you be? Well, by A-level, I mean like philosophy and ethics. Oh, I thought you were calling me dumb. No, yeah, I was just going to say not in a mean way. I didn't mean it like that. Sorry. <laughs> but fucking GCSE, that point. Sorry. It's actually like, that's actually a really awful point. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's probably the worst thing I've ever heard. I'll come with better stuff next week. No, I meant like, it's kind of A-level philosophy being like, it's kind of day cards. It's kind mm. of like, I think therefore I am. I am self-aware. The end. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess we can be self-aware of our self-consciousness. But also when you're in a tangible sense, when you're in your self-conscious moments, you're probably not being very self-aware of them mm. because you're just in the downward spiral of like believing the anxiety. Totally. Or like believing that inner voice that's an arsehole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the one that pops out and calls you codependent out of nowhere. Codependent? (laughs) Honestly, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Uncalled for. Like, Jesus, that was brewing somewhere deep. (laughs) So what do you think? As in, am I self-conscious or am I self-aware? Because I genuinely think I would answer with like a bit of both. Therefore, you can be both. Yeah. Because I think it's like, yeah, you can be incredibly self-conscious and you can also be incredibly self-aware in that it's like you can understand for example I think like going to therapy is a process of like becoming aware of yourself in a different way or like becoming aware of your issues or what you've got to work with it's like you can go be like okay so I have depression or okay so I have anxiety I'm increasing my awareness of all of these things but that doesn't necessarily get rid of your self-consciousness because then you're going to be more conscious of your anxiety and your depression and all of these things that you've learned about yourself Mm -hmm. but I completely think one of the biggest like flaws in like who Whoever the fuck made humans was it evolution was it god <laughs> still up for grabs yeah some one of you put your hands up <laughs> which one was it it was fucking one of you one of you yeah <laughs> nice nice <laughs> that's a really good joke um thank you if we stopped each other in every episode to say that that's... was a really good joke the episodes would be three hours long i think the podcast would be all the better for it <laughs> <laughs> a kind of space a kind of world mm-hmm. nice I can't remember. I can't remember what I was going to say. Who made, yeah, whoever made the biggest flaw. Whoever created humans, it's the biggest fucking flaw because it's like you created a species that is so in their own head and so filled with like neuroses Mm. that they actually like hinder their own development. Maybe that was the point. That was the point. No, no, I mean, maybe that was God's point. To create something so fucked. To create people that like could never be bigger than God. By the way, we neither of us believe in God, I think. <laughs> Thank you for not speaking for me. Can't speak for me. <laughs> well, I'm kind of thinking, I think I don't believe in God. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in the traditional sense of God, but I might believe in some kind of thing. Well, I think it's an interesting 
question, right? It is. What do you think? Do you think you are self-aware or self-conscious? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a bit of both. But I do think in moments, or just a big part of it, I'd never really considered. I think I just identified with being someone who navel gazes a lot Mm. and is quote-unquote self-aware and just spends a lot of time reflecting on like okay well I have this behavioral pattern I wonder what that's from and like oh that's not great of me like maybe I could work on that and blah 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 part of that is self-awareness but I also think if a part of that is actually just you being like overly self-critical then you should think about your self-consciousness yeah self-detrimental exactly yeah it's um it's also kind of just self-absorbed it's like no one fucking cares like Mm. you don't have to spend eight hours of the day I don't know is it bettering yourself if you're spending like x amount of time bettering yourself are you actually just just becoming a fucking narcissist worse yeah that's the thing because it's now there's a difference between being self-aware in an age without the internet but now because that it feeds into like personal brands and like aesthetics self-awareness has kind of taken on this new meaning that it's like it's not actually self-aware it's like an over-awareness of how you present externally mm. and actually it's not even about who you are and it's about how you can make everyone else interpret your physical form yeah into understanding some level of who you are internally which is the most fucked thing it's not self self-awareness what we have now oh i have an awareness of how everyone else perceives me no you don't you have an awareness of how you've manipulated everyone else to perceive you you think yeah completely that (coughs) sorry sorry Mm. no i feel bad it's gonna be bad for you to edit sorry no it's fine i just feel bad for you never also jack's hoovering but i can't hear that yeah jack come on oh Oh. he's like can't be bothered to hoover (laughs) (laughs) that's a man doing two minutes work (laughs) i hoovered today been hoovering all day (laughs) oh fuck what was I gonna say yes I also think so this is kind of I guess the crux of the episode as well is kind of uh, yeah it's true the internet has kind of changed things in the way that before you just had to worry about like okay what does this jacket say about me I can show some of my interests through my t-shirt yeah versus now it's like have I have I let everyone know that I've listened to that song yet have I let everyone know that that that's a really big deal to me have I let everyone know that like this mu- this movie is now my whole life like yeah. it, it kind of um informing everyone of your every passing thought yeah or only the ones that you think you want to be identified by and also it's kind of i said in a previous episode and i can't remember which doesn't matter probably wasn't very good um and it's not a great point but it is kind of the similar thing of like you can you can literally you can walk into a shop right now and see the most stunning mm. thing and think it represents you perfectly and blah 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 and leave it there you don't have to claim it yeah. and it's the same thing with a, a brand or an aesthetic or music or whatever an interest the same with fucking humans you don't have to claim someone as ah oh, i've got them and it's my thing or like that's my best friend that's my thing like you don't have to claim things in this world it's still here tomorrow you can let let it go like these things pass it and come in and out and it's completely fluid you don't have to hold on to the attachment of something for the sake of your ego that's the thing i think ego is the crucial word here because it's not about um anything that's based in reality it's about how you want other people to perceive you two people could love um do you know what actually i was thinking about this this morning Hmm. in terms of i was listening to i was just listening to music dancing around and usually my go-to things would be like i would say like a kind of motowny vibe which i think i'm identified Mm -hmm. with because i love that i've loved that music for so long long and that's like my the music I would go for like a 60s music vibe but I was listening to one of my old time favorite bands the White Stripes mm-hmm. used to love them but no one would know I loved the White no. Stripes so random but I used to listen to them when I was in year nine Prime I time. loved them so much and I was thinking two people I could love the White Stripes 
the same amount that someone else loves the Wright's Tram. But I probably me. <laughs> to be honest, never spoken about them. That we would never know. Yeah. Ne- <laughs> no, I never knew. Would never speak yeah. about them because why would I? Because I don't particularly care to share that. And for some reason, it probably doesn't align with my aesthetic. Uh-huh. A white striped. I'm not going to wear that white stripes band tee because no. it doesn't align with what I present. But it's like, yeah, we could probably love them the same amount, but we would have never spoken about them never. versus the amount that we would have spoken about The Handmaid's Tale together mm-hmm. because we both really identify with June Osborne or Fred, blessed be the fruit. <laughs> May the Lord open. <laughs> Let Nick please come back to her, please, please, please. Oh my God, I need it more than anything. I need it. What a lot of people were saying about how much does someone's aesthetic or like what they share of their identity, how much of that is just aligning with whatever's trending at the moment? Because I reckon back in year mm. nine, both you and I would have been much more likely to shout about certain things that we loved then than we do now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Kind of um, in 10 years time, if we had just found the handmaid or like in 10 years time, if we were watching handmaids, I don't know, we might not connect with it in the same way. Well, it might feel old, old as fuck. Like, yeah. I never connected with that book when, I mean, my friend read that back in like when we were doing English Lit, like GCSE. Yeah. And I remember I had no thoughts on it. I never read it, but we didn't really talk about it. And now we both both watch the show and obviously are obsessed with it because it was made by HBO and it's got an amazing soundtrack and all of it. It's like, yeah, okay. It's yeah. easy now to identify with something. It's a whole aesthetic. Yeah, it's because it's it's got, yeah, a, a stunning, stunning look. It comes with a whole brand. It's fucking Elizabeth Moss. It's like, I'm so yeah. fucking behind this. Which I do think is fascinating, Elizabeth Moss. <sighs> I don't, I want to get to the bottom of this so bad. What, you want to get to the bottom of Elizabeth Moss? The Scientology thing. Just Scientology in general. Yeah, just Scientology. In, just Scientology in general. Me one tiny person i want to get to the bottom of this massive thing yeah think i can do it but i completely agree no i completely agree she is fascinating she is such an incredible actress that i'm gonna mention the film again us our favorite film Mm -hmm. yeah she's great in that just the best thing ever she's a small character in us Mm -hmm. but she has my favorite moment of the whole film yeah just one moment where she's looking in the mirror and she's pretend someone's getting killed outside and she's like trying to scream she's screaming she's screaming and it like just turns to a laugh through the scream and it's like just one moment in that film is my favorite bit just because she's so so talented yeah but yeah she's fascinating and just like the casting of, of someone that's a scientologist in handmaid's tale where scientology is a religion that has like famously exploited women and to be honest murdered women where's his fucking wife i watched a documentary about it i don't understand it's insane the casting of that is so um odd i don't under i literally just don't understand i love her well just her existence in general i don't i i almost just feel like this can't be true (laughs) i know it's shocking i can't believe what i'm seeing like no like i don't know i don't know i'm not I'm not going to judge. Someone actually said um, in response to like, the question was like, is kind of curating a personal brand and aesthetic and identity publicly a waste of time? And they said, no, but I think being inflexible with what things that you associate with, Mm. that is self-limiting. And I just feel like, God, if you don't have a podcast, you should consider it. That's a great point, right? Being inflexible with what you associate with, that's self-limiting. It's like, yes, you're right. 
You say that again. Being inflexible. No, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> Being. One more time. Inflexible. Because that's the kind of pack lightly thing. Take what you need. Everything is fluid. Take what you need and just let it be. Let it go. Nothing to prove. I once met a girl. Mm. I once met a girl when I was camping with my family and I must have been like seven or something. And there was a girl there that she was like probably seven as well. Um, met her by her granddad was fishing by a pond. It's a love story. She was like to me every day I wear a different trend of clothes like today I'm wearing like girly clothes like pink and like she's wearing a skirt and stuff and then she's like tomorrow when you see me I'm gonna be wearing a tracksuit and the next day you see me I'm gonna be wearing all black and the next day you see me I'm gonna be wearing um like um fucking I don't know some other style what a seven-year-old's wear that a kid would wear yeah and I remember thinking that's quite cool mm-hmm. like that's quite a cool thing to do like every day I'm not when I was seven and I went camping <laughs> I said to this girl today I'm wearing girly things but just you wait and the next day yeah, you're gonna you see, see me in this because I think that was my first introduction to like trends it was like style in that way that I think I just wore fucking t-shirt shorts every day just random shit that my mum had given me every day Mm. Um, and that was kind of an introduction to like oh okay like there are different styles of clothes like yeah if you wear all black choices what does that say about you rather than you wearing a tracksuit like what what am I inferring from you from that Mm -hmm. but then I do think there's like something quite that has a flexibility to it but it's also like you're still attached to like the sort of social conditioning we've had around like someone that would wear girly things and it's like okay well you carry yourself differently on that day than the day you're wearing a tracksuit mm-hmm. so it's like yeah you, you could be flexible with it you're like oh, okay I'm not actually attached to a particular one of these but you're still like fitting within molds rather than I'm gonna fit in this I'm gonna fit in this it's like what do I like like what, I'm just gonna have some whatever's that I like mm-hmm. and then going from there so what did you do how did that change the way that you thought about like expressing yourself like did you then start wearing different things did you like different things like no I think I forgot about her completely until like now oh right (laughs) just remembered her (laughs) I literally haven't thought about her in like 15 years (laughs) how long ago was I seven I don't know (laughs) if you build your idea of yourself from looking at like external things so like external Mm -hmm. trends so do you remember when like peplum oh my god yeah boy do I peplum things like oh it's trendy to like wear like culottes or like it's trendy to like Ariana Grande right now oh, i miss culottes can we bring back the culottes people yeah where are culottes when you need them i'm talking about the 2016 top shop pleated C- black culottes, culottes with some little stan smiths and a little choker i need that back yeah just so comfortable well just the culottes but the most comfortable thing but it's like building your personal mm-hmm. internal identity and therefore your like personal aesthetic your brand whatever from what is like hot right now whatever is going on on the magazines whatever's going on online but to be honest what's going on on instagram let's be real rather than building from like your building your external presentation from an internal place i think is always fucked mm-hmm. like yeah sure take influences but i do think it's like when you're forming your like not even style but like you're forming your own personal opinions based on the general consensus yeah you're heading down like quite a nasty path at that point did you have anything in your life that you had that you now looking back you're like like that wasn't really me I don't know who I got that from but oh my god yeah oh my god there's well there's so much that I was just influenced by like just the immediate circles of like my friends at school and things like that but I also think like the sphere of the internet that you're that you find yourself like occupying as like 
a fucking 16 year old is influencing you way more than you thought like i remember i i had like blue hair when i was like 16 and i had like pink hair and purple hair and all of that but i love doing that like i thought oh my god this is so exactly what i want to do and actually i did have a whale of a time doing that but it's also because i was following kind of girls that were doing that as well like that was definitely a trend at that time to be doing that Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i don't feel like it wasn't me to have blue hair to have pink hair whatever but it also you can't deny the influence of if my friends were following those influences they would probably have also felt like that was an expression of themselves to be doing that Mm -hmm. yeah what about you do you think like that's something that you've looked back on and been like was that me well everything but then i also think i also hate the pressure on people to feel like they have to know who me is and not just me i think for themselves and also that that should be unique yeah i just so many people said that actually so many people wrote in saying um about how like personal branding and aesthetic and all of this shit is just such a pressure to be an individual and what can that really mean yeah i don't know i just i also kind of think people should be free to imitate others entirely on and on and on yeah until especially in your youth as well it's like oh my god you have to try on some things for size before you find you well i kind of what's the alternative i find it baffling i just can't relate to like anybody feeling like they really knew definitively who they were from the start because i i've got no fucking clue now and like i'm getting on like <laughs> do you know what I, like i'm not in my youthest of you i mean i am but like i'm not like 16 anymore yeah i think even when i was 16 i didn't realize how much i didn't know about who i was then now i feel like i really don't know i don't know if what i connect with if anything i get that Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. We were touching on this in the last episode, but like I definitely think that I've lost a certain amount of my like authenticity with age. Like the more social conditioning has been put on me throughout my life, and also like becoming a woman and becoming Mm. um sort of a sexy being in the patriarchy's eyes of just like you've got boobs fucking perform bitch (laughs) all of that shit Mm -hmm. that has changed me in a way that i can't undo i can't 
get I'm trying to get back trying to excavate this version of myself to get back to like who I was as the core person but I do also think there was a time when I did feel very true like very pure and like okay no I the things I like yeah sure they've been influenced by the fucking Tracy Beaker that I've been watching and all the Jacqueline Wilson books that I've been reading but it's also like this is a very pure form of a person that has then been given a load of fucking bullshit and now it's like right okay who are you and it's like okay well now I don't know but I think there was a time when I did know but is that pure or do we just think that like childhood and children are pure that youth is pure yeah that's what I was thinking I guarantee when you were watching Tracy Beaker and reading Jacqueline Wilson you were still like performing in your own way like I definitely remember as a child just the whole thing was a performance of of like being a kid and then also I feel like when I was like five I was probably performing what it is to be nine that's true and then when I was nine I was like I need to perform what it is to be like 14 like yeah that's very true do you know what I mean I don't I don't think it is like I don't think I was necessarily purely me because I had no concept of who the fuck that was and I definitely was living without the certain pressures of like patriarchy and capitalism but I was definitely also still not free like I was still under different pressures do you know what I mean like I I don't think kids are free and pu- well I guess they are pure and like innocent and lovely but like <laughs> they're, they're great <laughs> blessed be the fruit I don't think they're free and like liberated and pure I just think they have their own struggles of the, the perceiving so much in one go like it's so confusing it's not this idea of like purity and that it's like you haven't been influenced by yeah. anything and that it's like you're born as yeah the tabula rasa the blank slate and then it's like yeah okay the world corrupts you I do believe that to a certain extent but also yeah of course you have your own shit and there is definitely a level of performance that's put on kids in that it's like you're six but it's like is that your boyfriend is that your boyfriend but you're performing tracy beaker yeah totally you're acting like tracy tracy beaker at school you're telling everyone to bog off (laughs) yeah so but i also think i was gonna say in the way that part of you is trying to get back to that purity which i also completely agree with I also think part of you, a big part of you, will be coming into your own in a new way. Entirely. Well, that's what I, I think what I mean by trying to get back to it. It's not that I'm trying to regress, spend my days playing Tamagotchi and watching Tracy Beaker and being like, I love Crash from Tracy Beaker. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm trying to undo myself back to that, but it's like I'm trying to access a level of confidence and like self-assuredness and like un it's essentially um a lack of awareness of capitalism and the patriarchy and just the systems that fucking literally get us down Mm -hmm. not even a lack of awareness a lack of influence over how i perceive myself Mm -hmm. and then yet continue that forward with the lens of an adult woman because i think that's actually what i mean by a purity it's not even that a child is pure in their beliefs or any of these things i've met some fucking evil children you're just at peace with yourself as a child in a different way it's just um getting back to a place where systems aren't the things that fucking stop you from being yourself yeah definitely okay so how, how what is your relationship to like personal branding right now um how does that feed into like ego and shit and like all of that like identity like mess oh, i was gonna ask you that i was gonna say like well, do you sorry oh you're just a bit too late i'm annoyed because i wanted you to go first <laughs> can you maybe go first little bit too late i was just <laughs> you just picked me to the post <laughs> This podcast is kind of slightly a game between us. Maybe it's your turn. (laughs) Just throw the ball quickly. Imagine having a podcast where neither of you want to speak. Um, What's my relationship right now? Okay, should I ask you a different question? How do you think 
the pandemic and being in isolation mm-hmm. also leaning into that then being like on your phone and online a lot more and in a different way and then also leaning into mm. that having more eyes or ears on you online in a new way than you did before how has all of that over the past like year changed your relationship to like identity personal branding ego aesthetic all of that shit how what's that journey been like my god it's been huge that is literally the whole fucking thing like i do think the pandemic with everything being stripped away from you you're back to your like rawest form of you in your fucking childhood bedroom potentially and it's like right okay who are you when no one's watching it's like oh it turns out it's pajamas and then re-entering back into into society is like this new opportunity to be like right okay so who am i like what do i wear what do i look like what do i fucking smell like what do i what makeup do i wear all of this shit Mm. what do i believe what do i want to do like almost the emphasis on we we have like a, a certain level of space goes without saying we're not kylie jenner we've said it before mm-hmm. but there's a certain number of ears on us now that there weren't pre-pandemic and that you might think would like increase the almost the self-consciousness or self-awareness or like the level of critique yeah. you have on like your external performance which it certainly certainly has <laughs> goes without saying <laughs> goes without saying <laughs> but however i have met people in my life that have the just the average fucking 200 followers just like your normal level of followers um and it's just like your mates and it's just your personal instagram it's just like your friend instagram i've met people that are more obsessed with how they present without an, a quote-unquote audience or like the audience being just like people they know at school mm-hmm. so i actually think it's it's not just a trick that people fall into when you get a little bit of attention or whatever like i do think you're trained to have that attention when the room is fucking essentially empty Mm. it's the you're monitoring yourself more than people are monitoring you or like you're you're consuming influencers the whole time you're consuming influencers fucking movie stars you're consuming celebrities and all of this stuff and you just replicate that even if you're working at the supermarket Mm -hmm. like you're just trained to present this and i've met people that are more obsessed with how they present that I'm sure fucking Molly May is. Do you think though then having, first of all, I think two things, having the space that you have is very much a space that talks about like, well, you are an authority here and you're treated like you're an authority here. So that in a sense will make you feel a little bit more confident or a little bit more like- Run for the hills, guys. (laughs) These people don't know what they're doing. Just a little bit more, maybe then that pushes you to present yourself accurately because you feel like- that is your space to do so but then also having that different relationship with social media that you have now than you did before is it that people who don't have a following are just like so preoccupied with how they come across and blah blah blah. or is it also in part that because social media now means something different to you you're forced to confront those things because that is not sustainable it's not sustainable if you're going to be spending more time on social media if you're going to be having a different relationship Mm. with social media than you had before you now have to change that relationship in order to sustain it. Whereas if you didn't have the audience, there's no there's no one there's no there's nothing forcing you to like not be nervous when you post on Instagram. Whereas now you cannot be nervous when you post on Instagram because it will just fall apart. Yeah. And that's I think the entire oh my god, I just heard seagulls through your thing. Oh sorry if that's going on and on, sorry. No, never apologize. That's absolutely stunning. The girls. Um, but I think that is the whole thing that we've been speaking about in the last now three episodes of the recovery plan, the quote unquote recovery plan. Mine's out the window. Is it? <laughs> Only because I'm so distracted with well, I've got a sofa to distract me, so it's great. Totally. And a rug. Do you know what I mean like if the if a rug is turning up on your doorstep, it's like, oh I don't who needs a recovery plan when I'm already feeling okay. Skip the recovery 
probably planned for the day. But give me a couple days. Exactly. Well, mine's still going strong. Good. Uh, actually, I did abandon on the boat. I agree. Who needs it when you're feeling great? That's the thing. It's well, it's kind of having an activity or just a life shift of perspective is giving you the recovery plan anyway. Because mm, it, it's your nothing to recover from. You woke up thriving. Yeah. Although I do think that's exactly when to continue it because then it's like you need those times for when it sl- starts to slip again. And that's the whole point of, well, one of the elements of the recovery plan was like relaxing into um, speaking freely on a podcast. It's like, okay, we're going to strip back the, mm. the pressure that we put on ourselves to be perfect in this specific way and just speak in like a free way and be fine with it. Um, and I do think that is that changes absolutely everything and is so necessary, but... I almost think it's hard then to translate that to like visual elements. Like it's easy to not be a perfectionist or it's not easy. It's easier to be not a perfectionist with audio. Mm -hmm. If I don't make the perfect point, that's fine. But if I don't have the perfect photo, it will haunt me forever. It's like, this needs to be perfect. This visually needs to be great. Right. I think there's a different pressure put on like the visuals, especially the visuals of women. Yeah. That it's like, if there's one thing you don't like in a photo, the photo is not going to be posted. But there's one thing you don't like in a podcast. It's fine. How, how has your relationship changed to that? Like visually? I don't know. Can I ask you something? It changes every day, right? <laughs> yeah. It changes every day. Yeah? Changes. Yeah, constantly. Is that the answer? Yeah. What about you? Same. Changes every day. But like, what's your relationship with like personal branding and like personal, um, like how you present to the world? With you editing these podcasts, I feel like I let go right at the beginning yeah. because I have no control on how I'm... <laughs> I could be saying Causeville sucks in every episode. I honestly, I edit her up so she sounds like a fucking twat every episode. <laughs> Chop me up. I, I just think like just letting go yeah. of that you've just you've just got no control there and i trust you obviously but like it's it's a good thing i think because it stops you just i don't know you've just got no control over it and it's kind of yeah like if there's if there's something slightly not how i would have done it then great because i kind of it's just a perfect it just it's kind of the most meaningless Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a meaningless, like, challenge. It's like, oh, you can be heard how everyone else is probably going to hear you anyway. Like, no one else is going to hear the difference anyway. It's only you totally. that is holding you to that kind of standard. Yeah. No one else would know. So just being forced to live through that, I think, is good. Mm. But just in general, I think it does change every day in terms of how you feel about, how I feel about how I ex- am expressing myself. But I do feel it's hard as well because I know we struggle on the podcast to when you say something... When you answer a question that becomes your answer so that becomes how it becomes definitive that is how wing feels about identity that is how wing yeah. feels about personal branding oh, she's never connected with personal branding great oh that's she's just never connected with that and that's the story and i think in a like even though part of it is letting go by doing this because you just have to accept that whatever's out there is out there or whatever it also makes you yeah like aware of yourself in a different way and i think everyone has that you just are aware of yourself in a crazy way because you think because it's the story that you're telling everybody yeah and that is people just believe they don't they'll fill in the blanks with whatever's going on in their story completely there was a reel that we made and it was a clip 
of me talking and it was like it's on our instagram somewhere but it was like i i think i was saying like i think the most damaging things we do is get attached to the story of me the story of my life or something that's like that. exactly what you say you go the story of me the story of my life of me <laughs> my life and do you know what i agree with past me yeah i agree with you always because i do think one of the most damaging things we do is get attached to the story of me the story of my life because it's like <laughs> the idea of personal narratives and i think that also translates to your personal aesthetic like okay so i identify as um i identify as like carefree and that might translate into a bit of like a bohemian aesthetic mm. and that might translate into like oh I, I yeah i want to live on a boat for example or like whatever it translates into things start like once the ball starts rolling on like how you want other people to see you before you know it you're dressing like it you've got your hair cut like it you blah, 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 it's like but are we just too fragile mm, yes or probably. like too maybe dynamic then but even just the good old tales of likes and dislikes it's like even that i have a problem with and i thought was probably is that normal like you have a problem with people saying i don't like this no no not people me me i but everyone else can do what they want but someone said like oh what are your likes and dislikes what are your interests you've been playing sims too i find even that hard because i don't want them to believe what i'm saying like yeah like i don't want them to believe i don't want them to take my word for it do you know what i mean because i don't fuck it who am i to say what i like and dislike? i don't fucking know i haven't done half my shit yet like and also i change my mind all the time and I, maybe that's just so pretentious it's like just say what you were interested in and go like no i don't think it is at all just say your favorite color and go like it's not a big deal maybe it's not but i don't know i do think generally most humans are much more dynamic than like that static narrative of likes and dislikes allows for and just the general construct of then social media added to that making everyone's likes and dislikes quote-unquote pretty plain to see for everyone else to try and pick through and decipher as they like i guess if you're self-conscious or self-aware whichever like me then that is even a problem completely i completely relate to that because i think that is something that you're trained to do from early early childhood what's your favorite color what's your favorite animal what's your favorite um fucking song even when like you're a teenager what's your favorite t-shirt what's your favorite band blah, blah, blah. like it's just all of it it's like what's your favorite what's your favorite what's your favorite and then that starts translating into one of our most hated things that we always talk about mm. you've got attached to i'm a morning person i'm an extrovert i'm an introvert mm. i'm a people pleaser i'm a all of these things it's like you're actually really limiting yourself with these with these like i guess it's my issue with labels once again <laughs> Which it, it, they are so useful. Well, I also think labels are fine. But they're the best. It's when they're harmful. Like yeah. if being a morning person only benefits you and gets you out of bed and starts your day off great and you end up having like these amazing times because like you slowly learn that you were a quote unquote morning person and that's great. And even like extrovert and whatever. But if it's something like, I just really struggle with public transport and then all of a sudden you haven't left your town in three years. Yeah. You... And, and I'm sure you absolutely do struggle with public transport, but you also could have a version of you out there that exists that doesn't struggle with public transport, but we'll never know because we just can't slightly push you out of that self-limiting belief Box. that you've learned. Yeah. And that brings us right back to what um, the lovely individual at the beginning wrote in saying, like, it's about um, being inflexible because I think, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. be a morning person. if the, Even if that helps you and that benefits you, have a lion though. Or if it just means nothing to you. I do think there's an 
idea of you can identify as an introvert but have the awareness that in certain situations that will shift and you will be Mm. showing extroverted behaviors and that is just that is just what it means to be human that you are flexible you are ever-changing you are moving Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you're like okay so i was born an infp and i'm an infp till i die my love language is gifts and i'm a capricorn that's it (laughs) no fucking questions asked and i will always rise before 6 a.m and go to bed before fucking 10 p.m yeah no like what is that as a life what is that yeah and i'm a cat person fuck dogs i'm a fucking cat person i know this is an extreme example but it's like that is the that is an example of like quite an annoying person i would say <laughs> you, i would be surprised at the amount of people that i've spoken to that just like for example like just someone i spoke to recently i'm gonna change what they said but they were like i just hate um i hate pizza i just hate pizza i've always hated pizza i'm never eating pizza i just hate pizza i hate it i hate it i hate it i've never liked pizza and it's like what what is that what happened here <laughs> what yeah. is that i'm so sorry yeah. like what like you're saying something mm. to me that you've clearly been saying you've practiced saying this now for like over 10 years clearly this is like a thing for you but it's like you do realize like you're the only person holding you to that standard mm-hmm. there's no one here telling you like if you ate pizza tomorrow it wouldn't matter yeah yeah like the only person telling you that you do not like pizza you hate pizza is you but if you tried it and you like it your narrative of yourself would be shifted yeah and that is a bit of an issue i even think like it's true what did you say the worst things our biggest detriment as humans is the story we tell ourselves the story of us the story of my life the story of me the story of my life <laughs> my life but um kind of one direction <laughs> maybe narratives and labels and all of these things are fine but typically it's not even typically the problem is the crux mm. is when the narrative that you're telling yourself is i can't wear that because i just i she just would always like i wish i could wear things like that like fuck like i'll never be able to wear that like she just can do that and blah 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 yeah i can never i could never do something like that oh my god <gasps> could you imagine if i did something like that could you imagine it could you imagine it? it's like just what who are you asking for permission from you can do it. I just don't like, I, li- I don't like dancing. I don't like dancing. Well, I don't take selfies. I don't really like myself being selfies. I don't really like photos of myself. It's like, what, what is this? Any, any limiting thing, you're free. You don't need permission for someone to say, no, you would look good in that. Or no, I can imagine you doing that. Or no, you should take a selfie because I think you would look really good. Like no one, no one's coming, Harry. There is no one here to give you permission but you. So like, if you want to pose a ridiculous post, if you want to post a ridiculous thing on your Instagram, post it if you want to start making tiktoks do it like if you want to leave social media do it like if you want to start wearing something you've never identified with before you can do it because before you know it you're not going to have the option to do that i hate to make it somber but you're going to be dead you're going to be dead yeah (laughs) but to me that's a happy note Uh, me too yeah it's all of us the fact that that is seen as a sad thing is the flaw in the narrative of me the narrative of my life the story of me whatever because yeah the flaw of humans yeah. i'm sorry the uh, like it's it's sad that that is seen as a sad thing because it's like well obviously death is fucked but it's literally like the only thing that's guaranteed at the end of this life mm. your life can play out in a million different ways the only thing that's guaranteed is that you will die at the end of it that's not i don't think that's me bringing the tone down that's true i'm sorry no it's true so it's like you you have to find a way to navigate this in the small amount of time that you have 
that you can live your life as freely as possible, freely the banana girl, as <laughs> free and as loving and as like clear from all of the shit that you've been taught as possible. Yeah. And that is not an easy task. Yeah. But as soon as we start going like, oh, I just hate bananas. I just fucking hate bananas. Oh, just bananas. Uh, it's like, when was the last time you tried a banana? Was it in fucking 2002? Because it sounds like it. Sounds like something you're, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Sounds like just something you've learned to say. Or like, oh, I just really, oh, I hate pantomimes. Oh, I just fucking hate pantomimes. Oh, they're so cringe. I hate pantomimes. I hate pantomimes. It's like, why don't you just go to fucking pantomime? <laughs> Seriously? Sounds like you kind of want to be in a pantomime, actually. Yeah, maybe you <laughs> need to be a pantomime star. I think you do. But that's the thing as well with saying, like, look, your life is going to end one day. Is not to say, like, well, you need to go full steam ahead and blah, blah, blah. The problem is you're already living with so much pressure on yourself now anyway. So what we can do is take that pressure off, live Mm. in a little bit of peace, and then just go at your own pace. It doesn't mean like, oh my God, you're running out of time, scramble, like, shit, you're not doing enough, you're not there, you're like, you're not going to make it, you're not doing anything, blah, 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 blah. It's actually just relax. Just relax. Can we just take a second? Can we just relax? Yeah, today. Do you want to just right now? Right now. Pressure off. Roll those shoulders back, guys. Whoa. Unclench that jaw. Literally drop that tongue from the roof of your mouth. Right, okay. Let's get comfy. Let's get comfy in this space. Let's get comfy in our days. Is your ponytail a bit tight right now? Take it out. Drop. Drop. To be honest, maybe take your clothes off. (laughs) Let's get naked, guys. (laughs) Me and Wing are doing it right now. Take it off. Honestly, is your bra a bit uncomfy? Are your jeans a bit tight? Fuck this. Just take the second. What does your day look like? Have you got something at three that honestly could just be cancelled? Oh, I can't be bothered to do that thing at three. Can you be bothered to do that thing at three? I can't. I, for one, cannot be bothered. I'm fucking cancelling. I'm not doing it. Cancel that meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be asked. Are we done here? Take the pressure right off. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're done. I mean, I don't know what this episode has been. Me neither. I think I've said a lot of things I don't believe in. (laughs) I think I've been lying. I mean, I guess it's kind of the point. Yeah. Sometimes we get into the... It's a habit. You have to slowly break the habit of performing what it is to have a podcast. Totally. And like just imitating the last carousel you saw on Instagram and the last TikTok you watched on your phone and like the last podcast that you listened to that wasn't ours. It's just hard to get out of that cycle sometimes. But I hope... You enjoyed this anyhow. Same. Do you know what I don't agree with that I said? (laughs) Just quickly. Yeah, just fine. Clear it up now. Yeah, yeah. Just going to clear the air. Just going to clear the shit. (laughs) Just clear that up. I don't agree with (laughs) that I'm trying to get back to a child version of myself. No, it's fine. Also, I didn't mean like, I hope it didn't sound like I was saying, no, no, that's a silly point. Because I do get what you're saying. It's just hard to like articulate you know yeah it is no it's all good no guys. no you're right though you are trying to get back you're trying to unlearn trying to, get, trying to unlearn but not in a deep way i think bringing up two episodes in a row makes it sound like i'm on a mission to like what? no it's not deep <laughs> it's not deep everything everything here is taken with a pinch of salt and honestly take it with a like a spoonful of salt maybe some sugar as well a spoonful of sugar helps medicine go down is that something nice yeah i don't know how we're gonna get that down okay shall we let's go if you don't hear from us assume the worst hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com